0: From the Talking Disney Studios in Cheyenne, Wyoming, Logan, Utah, and Las Vegas, Nevada, this is the Talking Disney Podcast.
1: To all who come to this happy place,
2: welcome. Welcome.
3: here are your hosts i'm jason and
1: i'm cody and i'm james
3: and welcome to episode 63 of the
0: talking disney podcast i'm your host jason and i'm here once again with my co-hosts cody and james what's up guys what's up howdy ho hi (laughs) really wow (laughs) wow all right so what's going on guys
3: not much not much why not I don't know. You don't know my Friday night with a couple of 40-year-olds.
0: Uh, <laughs> I don't know Saturday. what you did last night, but tonight's Saturday night. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: Do you want to talk about last night, Cody? What exactly happened?
3: <laughs> I think I said
1: Saturday night. Didn't no, you? no, we can we oh, rewind. Definitely, the- <laughs> you definitely did not say Saturday
0: night. <laughs> so I'm not sure what Cody did tonight or last night, but tonight we're here to talk Disney. <laughs> <laughs> what cody does on his own time is cody's business uh all right so we're here to talk some disney um, yes you guys do anything cool the last couple weeks so uh, we didn't record last weekend uh, cody was out of town um i don't know you were in town though right james you didn't go yes. anywhere
1: last weekend i was next weekend i'll be gone okay so,
0: <clears throat> so anything cool happened in the last two weeks
1: Disneyland tickets went on sale
0: Disneyland tickets went on sale Yeah, That was going to be our first thing we were going to talk about So
1: why don't we just talk about that too. now Yeah, so Might as well get right in there
0: Disneyland tickets went on sale A lot of people on Facebook, social media Happy that they got tickets Many people weren't happy At the process um,
1: I think that many people just aren't happy it, Many general. people aren't
0: just happy in general Yeah um, So um, So Tell us about the process, James, of buying tickets to Disneyland.
3: Wait, how would James know the process about buying tickets to Disneyland?
0: Yeah, how would James know? James is a pretty smart guy. (laughs) He
1: keeps keeps up on those things. Well, James may have bought a couple tickets for Disneyland. (laughs) James, I didn't realize you lived in California. Although they are still restricting (laughs) Disneyland to California residents only. James I, lives in Las Vegas, so he's a gambler. So he yes, took a chance.
2: Yes.
3: Well, James, the thing I've wasted is, a lot of money in my life, but I've never deliberately thrown <laughs> money down the toilet.
1: Well, the thing is, this is a is, this is a two way process, right? I mean, a two <laughs> a two step process. That's what I mean. Gotcha. You buy the tickets, and the tickets are actually good until I think the end of next year or the end of this year at least. Um, the gambling part comes with the reservation part because. At least for now, Disney is not allowing uh, or saying that they're not going to allow uh, out-of-state visitors. Um, But the rumors are that uh, they're going to be opening up June 15th, the entire state. So I went ahead and bought a couple tickets for my wife and I. And uh, um, um, I did go ahead and make a couple reservations for the end of June. Our, our, Our anniversary is on the 28th of June. So I made reservations for the parks for that Friday through Monday. What is so let me oh, go ahead. What are those go ahead. dates in June that you? I believe booked? it's the twenty fifth, twenty sixth, twenty seventh, twenty eighth.
3: So you are right there, right at the end of the, the the rumored or the the supposed end of the tiered system in California that yes. they're currently under. The rumors are that, yes. that that's going to go away June thirtieth.
1: Yeah. And there's other things that are happening right now that are kind of making it sound like it might actually go away sooner than that, the tiered system itself. And I'm sure, I think Cody, you've got some more information on that. Yeah. So we'll get to that in a second, but yeah, I definitely don't want to have too many people knowing that I have these reservations. So that's why it's a good thing. I'm talking on a podcast that is going to be published <laughs> on every available platform.
0: <laughs> so let me, let me ask you this, James. So you, so you, you bought the tickets, you said, you, yes, you, you think they can be used to the end of the year possibly in the next year. Yes. You made you made your reservations. Could yes. you go in today and change those reservations to like
1: a week later? I believe so although I'm not 100% positive but I believe okay. so.
0: So like if you if you got word tomorrow that hey Disney's definitely going to start letting in California residents on July 15th. Mm-hmm. Or uh, other than California residents, right? Is there is there a way for you to alter those reservations, cancel be, one and make another?
1: I believe so. Yes. Okay.
0: So you're not you you possibly not truly tied I'm, into those dates. Yeah,
1: I don't think so. I mean, I can't see them holding me to that and saying, okay, now your tickets are canceled. You better show up right. or else. As long I, as
0: you want to make a reservation for dates that are available, exactly. You know,
1: a couple. Exactly. Yeah,
3: I, I would think that if James, for whatever reason, or anybody else that has a current reservation for the next month or so, something comes up and they're like, oh, I can't go that day. I think Disney would yeah. encourage those people to actually cancel those reservations so that other people can get in on those days.
1: Yes, exactly. I would I would assume so. So it's a little bit of a gamble, but I don't think it's much of a gamble. I'm sure they're gonna allow me to change the reservation if I need to. So
3: yeah, I, I think the reservation aspect of this is not the gamble. The gamble is getting down to the turnstile, and they yeah. say, uh, Good morning, Mr. Dodge. I hope you're having a magical morning. <laughs> can I see your California resident ID, please?
1: Well, see, there's a couple different things to go along with that, too. Number one, I will get a fake ID if I need to. And I don't know if that's illegal or not. I want to make sure that it's set out there that I don't know if that's illegal or not. So if I do that, I don't mean to be doing anything illegal, number one. Number two, there's a lot of places on there. There's a lot of uncertainty on what they're doing, even among the cast members. As you watch people yeah. commenting on this, they'll say, uh, you know, like one person poses a picture. Hey, my my niece is go- wants to go. She's got a reservation. She's going to school in San Diego, but she she doesn't have a driver's license. Can she go? And one person will say, absolutely not. I've talked to a cast member and they said, you have to have a government issued ID, no um, no student ID, <clears throat> excuse me, no utility bills, none of that. But then someone else will post a couple comments later, screenshots of a conversation with a cast member where it says, yes, they can get in. All they need to do is show their school ID. And then you see a lot of different places on the website. If you go around and look at it there's a lot of different places that Disney itself is saying you may be required to show identification. It, mm-hmm. I, And I think we talked about that either last show or the show before that, where one section, it said that it is required, but then there's a lot more sections, especially since then that are saying it may be required. Mm-hmm. And with the changes that have happened in the last week, I'm f- pretty sure I'm going to be okay. But yeah. as I said, I will get a fake idea if I need to.
3: (laughs) The the interesting (laughs) thing about it is, is because I don't know how long it's been a policy, but like even take two, three years ago, as an example, you bought a ticket online pass, a annual pass or just a single or multi-day ticket, park hop or whatever. You buy it online, you get the email, you get the magic ticket email or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. It says in that email, when they email you your ticket, to bring government issue ID so that they can verify that the person that, that that ticket that you're trying to redeem that you purchased is actually you using it. And so that's been in their black and white fine print for a long time that they're going to match you up with your ID when you buy a ticket online. So, right. You know, not kind of off the, off the topic, but kind of in with IDs
0: when I would buy the military tickets on the first day that I would arrive, I would always have to show my military ID along with the tickets that I bought from the base to prove that I was the person using them in there uh, mm-hmm. just on that first day. After that, I never had to do it again. But um, yeah, cause there, there's a lot of people in California that are in the military that live in California uh, can go to Disneyland cause they're they're I mean, they, they live there. They're technically though. Some of them may not be residents of that state, um, but they mm-hmm. have a legit address there. yeah
1: Yeah. so uh, you know a lot of people have been asking that question too and and
3: yeah
1: the nobody knows for sure even the cast members because you see with those particular types of things uh cast members are saying bring copies of your orders and stuff like i mean who knows what they're going to really be looking for i have a feeling that there's going to be enough people that maybe they try to look at them the first couple days but i don't know that they're going to really be looking at them two months later. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. You know,
0: you know he's really going to be mad when they start opening up to everybody, California it's, residents.
1: Yes. They're, They're already mad. mad. <laughs> They're already mad. But just even talking about the possibility of it. You should see, yeah. I saw, I saw, I talked about this a little bit before the show, but I didn't tell you the story. There was a, a, a post where this, this lady posted on there. I'm so glad that I kept my California ID after we moved I will definitely be using my California ID, and I just got reservations on whatever day it was. And holy cow, you should have seen the, the comments. <laughs> like so many people <laughs> saying, "Also, oh, basically, you're admitting to being a selfish, horrible human being who's taking the spot of a a, a, a valid California resident." And I mean, just yeah. like just like post after post after post, comment after comment and the lady was like yeah it was funny i was actually i was actually kind of happy cuz she was very unapologetic about it she was like yeah, yeah i'm a healthcare worker i've been working my butt off through this entire thing i have a valid california id i have left but i bought tickets and i'm coming down there and i'm going to enjoy disneyland and i yeah and I, it's
0: – oh, go ahead sorry
1: oh no i just i was just going to say oh. i thought it was great the way that she was saying that but so many people are so right. Ticked off at her.
0: <laughs> and I know, I mean, besides the, besides April 30th, you know, the first day they're open, probably June 4th, the day Avengers campus opens. Mm-hmm. As far as I, I've talked to people that are from California or tried to get reservations or got reservations. They haven't not got the ones they wanted.
3: Uh, yeah. So it's not like, Everything is full. There's still a bunch of availability on there even now.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, That's the thing.
1: I think everyone expected when the tickets went on sale for it to like sell out that day, like all reservations, all tickets. I mean, of course, they're not going to sell all tickets because tickets can be used for for quite a while. But I think they figured all reservations would be out that first day. And like Cody just said, you can go on there right now and there's still reservations available. Not for every day, but. There are stuff available for the next two months. there were people
3: posting on Facebook the morning after they started selling tickets and booking reservations. And somebody went on there the next morning, took them 15 minutes maybe from logging onto their computer and being done with both ticket purchase and reservation confirmation. Yeah. And they got the days they wanted because they knew that they weren't trying to go for opening day of the (laughs) entire resort. Or Avengers Campus, and those were the days that went first. Yeah, and then like this, the third day to go was like third and fourth days were the like the f- the couple days right after opening day. Um. Right. So yeah. So what were you? What were you? You were you were
0: mentioning something earlier, Cardi, about uh, some change to a travel policy for California that may help.
3: Yeah. So I, you know, take everything with a grain of salt kind of like what James is saying with the IDs and cast members and nobody really knows hundred percent what's going on. You can ask two Disney cast members and get two different answers, but there apparently has been a change an, an addendum to the California, the state of California public health travel advisory. Uh, and this is a direct quote from that travel advisory. It says in quote, fully vaccinated persons from out of state may visit or attend activities or events that are restricted to in-state visitors, end quote. So that theme parks are a gray area. Do theme parks fall into activities or events that are otherwise restricted to in-state residents only? Um, Some people are arguing Yes, absolutely. Theme parks would fall into activities or events. I agree. (laughs) Um, Some people are saying (laughs) they've been handling theme parks in their their own entity. um, I would disagree. You know, with everything. So it's not a guarantee. It's a gray area. The addendum doesn't address theme parks specifically.
1: But SeaWorld has already changed their policy because of this, I believe.
3: Yes, like they,
1: they changed it immediately. And then I know that opened up a whole another list of things saying, well, that's because they're an aquarium. And it's like, no, but they've got rides there. They've got so, roller coasters. They've yes. got roller coasters. So, so they changed theirs immediately.
3: Okay. And so this is a um, a statement put out by SeaWorld after SeaWorld caught wind of this addendum. It says, quote, they, was the statement just dollar signs? They want as many people to come as possible. (laughs) You know, and and I've heard from YouTube videos of people living in California that have gone to SeaWorld that it's like a, 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 we don't care about COVID zone. There's no social distancing. They're not enforcing masks. It's like a free for all at SeaWorld. So take that for what you will.
1: Everyone's just hugging each other. (laughs) So,
3: so a, a travel destination that's
0: mostly outside. Mm Mm-hmm. And you don't need to wear a mask. That's a crazy
3: concept. All right, go ahead, Cody. So so here's what (laughs) the statement from SeaWorld said. It says, quote, out-of-state visitors will be required to show proof of a completed COVID-19 vaccine or negative COVID-19 test taken within 72 hours of their park visit, end quote. Um, That got a lot of traction online because the addendum doesn't say anything about a negative test result it just says fully vaccinated hmm. um and so then not long after seaworld put that out they revised it and took out the segment that addressed <laughs> negative test results and changed it to where it was just fully vaccinated persons hmm. um and then uh and so that got people talking about well, what is Disney going to do? Is Disney going to follow suit? SeaWorld's doing this, so why can't Disney? Uh, And so, apparently, on the 21st of April, uh, Disneyland officials confirmed the following, quote, until further notice, only California residents may visit our parks in line with current state guidelines, end quote. So, sounds like Disney's playing it pretty close to the chest, but... Another kind of the other side of this coin is that like we were talking about a little bit ago, uh, the may being able to provide ID at the gate when you want to go in. It has been reported of, as recent of this week, this current week, that both Six Flags and Universal Studios Hollywood are not checking or asking for IDs when people come into the park. People are just getting in. If you have a ticket and a reservation and everything there matches up, they're letting you in. They're not verifying if you're a
1: California resident. If they ask for my ID, I'm just going to let them know that for that day, I identify as a California resident.
0: <laughs> let, let us know if that works. <laughs> I'll that let you might, know.
3: That might work um, if uh, Caitlyn Jenner becomes – Governor, that that might be a valid <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, reasoning, but we have to wait and find out. I, 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 yeah, I don't think that'll happen in the next couple weeks. So <laughs> It's so funny because this is completely off topic and getting slightly political, but in her statement where she announced that she was going to run for governor, it said that she believes she can do it because she is a proven winner. And I was like, I think he was a proven winner. I don't know if she's done anything, but he was.
1: <laughs> Hey, careful but now he's now. become she. Careful. We're getting into a weird area now.
0: <laughs> All right, back to Disney. Yeah. So yeah, it'll be I mean it'll be interesting. Obviously, things can change on a daily, weekly. Uh
1: yeah. I just I instance, think it's, so. I think it's interesting. I mean, Disney, of course, came out and addressed it right away, but they say it's funny because as you read that, at the end it says uh, this means be, you,
0: James. No, that's no, no, what it no. says. It, <laughs>
1: it says to go along with current state guidelines. And right now, the current state guidelines have changed. So I think they'll change it before then. So, yeah. We'll, yeah. And, we'll and it's one of
3: those things where if Disneyland wants to restrict it, they can. Yeah. Um, yeah just so like now, with, uh, you know, as mask restrictions are lifting um, on a state level. There, you know, like in here in Utah, uh, the the statewide mask mandate came to an end on the tenth of this month,
2: mm-hmm.
3: but stores still have their signs up saying that masks are required, and people will wear them or they don't. Um, but the, Disney's not going to restrict an entire country's worth of people that want to come, yeah. or at least the West Coast's worth of people that want to come outside well, of the state of California I'm, for no reason.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I'm sorry, but the masking I understand, the capacity I understand, but to say that people outside the state of California can't come is just complete, completely stupid. Asinine. It's, it's asinine, exactly. It just makes absolutely no sense whatsoever.
3: No. When you so, were just there, yeah. inside the gate, but and just I can, not riding rides, I, like, I've said it before, you can't tell me that riding a ride makes any difference to COVID.
1: Yeah. And they open, when do they open? Next week? Next Friday? I can go down there and sit at one of the (laughs) gates and watch people walk in and out and then go have dinner next to them at Tortilla Joe's or anywhere else in downtown Disney. I just can't go into the place that I was at a couple weeks ago, walking on Pixar Pier because the roller coaster's running and people are on it because it was running when I was there too. So it's just completely stupid. Yep it's going to be it's going to be gone for sure. They might leave it I think that they might leave it open a week or two just for California residents no matter what the state says, but then after that I think they'll open it up. That's my prediction. You At least it here by, first.
3: I I say by if they do it before June 30th, I say by Memorial weekend.
1: Yes. There you go. All right. There you right. go.
0: So good luck to you, James. Thank uh, you. <laughs> hopefully you get to go. Oh man. Oh, I'm going. <laughs> I am going.
3: <laughs> oh,
0: it hurts. It hurts.
1: And if that doesn't work, I am going to Disney World in June now, so Oh nice. Double nice. whammy, you know. I'm when I'm, 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 done. I'm
3: going to bed. <laughs> it's no longer fun. I am talking about my... Disney just makes me depressed.
1: <laughs> I'm getting my Disney fix in the month of June. That's for sure. There you go. Oh man.
0: So you could possibly be going to G- Disneyland and Disney World in the same month.
1: Yes, within two weeks of each other. That's right now. Hopefully, the plan.
0: Cool. Well, hopefully, it works out.
1: Yes.
3: Well, that's all the Disney news
0: that I can think of. That's I just of said, I'm, I'm just
3: saying that uh if Disneyland's gonna require people to be vaccinated to come from out of state, I'm fifty percent of the way there.
1: Yeah? Good for you. I'm hundred percent of the way there, so <laughs> got the first one today. Nice. Did it hurt?
3: No. Like my the site, the, you know, the injection site's a little sore right now, but that's yeah. natural after having something jabbed in your arm.
1: Right. Which so. one? Which one did you get? It was um, the left arm. My, yeah, left arm. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> I got the uh, the Moderna.
1: Okay. I got the Pfizer second shot last week, I think. So yeah. I'm ready.
3: How were you? I, I've heard the second shot is like puts people out for a day. Were you fine or...
1: Yeah, I was actually hoping that I would get sick so I could miss a couple of days at work. Like, yeah. I was like, "Come on, make me sick, make me sick!" But it was exactly like the first shot. My my arm was sore for about 24 hours, yeah. and it got more sore as the 24 hours went on. But then by the time the next day, it was gone, and yeah. I was okay. like, I said, "That's probably stupid to say," but I, I was I was hoping to miss <laughs> a couple of days at work, but yeah, no well. no such luck.
0: Well, that's what, and I'll—I'll I'll, I'll admit, back when I got, because I had COVID back in November, I was actually—I was like, all right, I get a couple weeks off work. So, but <laughs> then it turned out to be a pain in the butt to try to get back to work. The hoops yeah. I had to jump through. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, in the end, it wasn't worth it.
3: But
1: you got you know. yours in the end.
3: <laughs> yeah, something like that.
2: <laughs> oh.
3: Yeah, and and I hardly missed any work at all because I. Yeah, I worked you- through half of it before realizing I even had it. <laughs> yeah. I had it for like half a week and then I was like, you know what? I can't taste anything. Right. <laughs> uh, so, all right. So that's all the Disneyland
0: news. There were some things going on at other Disney properties, Disney Plus, uh, which is a show I haven't got to watch yet, but Falcon and the Winter Soldier had their final episode. Episode six
3: came out yesterday. Cody, did you are you done with the series? Yes. I watched the. Finale episode last night. Okay, so it,
0: it's all six are out now. So I've got to binge it here in the next week or so, um, and then and then we can probably talk about it a little. Because uh, right now I'd be Cody talking to himself about it. Because I don't think James has seen it either.
1: I've seen two episodes, but uh, okay, that's it. That's it.
0: So you got four more to go. Yep. a couple other shows on there that I that are interesting that I'm watching. The Mighty Ducks, Game Changers, uh, episode five came out yesterday. Watched it. And then a new one, Big Shot. It's got uh, John Stamos as a he. He was a college basketball coach. Gets into a little trouble, uh, and basically can't get a job. He ends up getting a job at a private girls' school down near San Diego as the coach. So they're on episode two. Pretty good show. Uh, I, I maybe I'm biased because I like shows about sports, but I mean even yeah, the- it's it's even interesting for being high school girls
1: basketball. So Yeah. Yeah. I think the previews of that, I thought it looked pretty good. I'm, I'm yeah. interested in watching that one as well. Yeah. yeah me so too.
0: I've been, I've been watching those. Um, and there's some other stuff that's come out on Disney plus. I mean, they're always releasing new stuff, but uh, I don't have enough time in the day to watch it all. <laughs> so.
1: Yep. Me either.
0: So that's some new stuff on Disney plus. You guys got anything Anything else Disney news related before we move on to our uh, our discussion about our latest animated feature film we got to watch? Um, no. Cody's shaking his head. No. James look like he's thinking really hard.
1: Yep,
2: but Steam I don't. Is coming out of his ears. I don't. <laughs>
0: I can't think of anything else. When did you get that tail? Was that after the second shot or what? I, I see it. <laughs> <in>. <laughs> no, i just No, that's been there all along. Jason. <laughs> all right. Well, let's move into, uh, into what we've been doing lately. Uh, it's been a, it's been fun talking about the Disney animated feature films. And we are on um, the latest one is uh, the 14th animated feature film, Peter Pan. If you haven't been listening listening to us in the last couple of months, we're uh, we're gonna run through the entire Disney animated feature film catalog, starting with Snow White and ending up with whatever may be the last one uh, when we do finally get to it. Right now, it would be uh, what's the last one that just came out, Cody? That you've seen that I haven't seen. Um, what are you talking about? Disney movies. I always say I always say the name Uh-oh. wrong.
3: Raya. 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 Raya
0: raya i'm saying raya raya and the last dragon that's the the last one out maybe that'll be the the latest one when we finally get to it but we are only on number 14 um so we've still got a long long journey ahead of us
3: um yeah we do
0: so let's just get into it 14th animated feature film from walt disney
2: uh peter pan
3: All it takes is faith and
0: trust and just a little bit of pixie dust. Here we go! Up to Neverland!
1: To
2: the right and straight on till morning. Stop! Lost that
1: pita pass. I have the strangest feeling that I've seen that ship before a long time ago, when I was very young.
0: Uh, let me run through some uh, some little information about Peter Pan, and then we'll uh, share our thoughts on it. And, uh, so Peter Pan was released on February 5th, 1953, in the United States. It's uh, 77 minutes long. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, it is the 14th animated feature film. A quick synopsis on Peter Pan from Disney+. Plus: it's a, It says, Fantastic Adventures Await Wendy and Her Brothers when Peter Pan, the hero of their stories, whisked them away to the magical world of Neverland. After following Peter and his feisty sidekick Tinkerbell, past the second star to the right and straight on till morning, they explore the island and Peter's secret hideout with the rambunctious Lost Boys, and they leap into high-flying battles with swashbuckling pirates and the infamous Captain Hook. Uh, this takes place in uh, London. Um Let's see. As early as 1935, Walt Disney had uh, aspirations of adapting Peter Pan uh, into a um, into a film. The live action film rights were uh, held by a company. Uh, they were held by Paramount Pictures. Um, the copyright of the actual book was held by the Hospital for Sick Children in London. Uh, eventually, Disney was able to work a deal with them. And if you watch the movie on. Uh, well, Disney Plus, uh, Blu-ray, DVD. There's actually a, in the beginning he thanks the the hospital for allowing them to make this film. Um, it's got a lot of uh, a lot of the well-known animators. If you've watched the last couple movies, um, the Nine Old Men were involved in this one. Um, some of the uh, character or some of the uh, actors in this. Um, Bobby Driscoll played the, or was the voice of Peter Pan. Um, Catherine Beaumont, which word did we just hear from Catherine Beaumont? The last movie that we watched, Alice. Alice, uh, she's Wendy Darling. Um, well, thank you, Jason. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Paul Collins is John Darling. Tommy Lusk is Michael Darling. Um, they've got a dog named Nana. they Saint Bernard a uh, couple other voices. Bill Thompson is Mr. Smee. I think that's Cody's favorite character because he was he was quoting Mr. Smee earlier. Uh, Hans Conrad. Let's hear it, Cody. Let's hear it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hans Conrad was the voice of Captain Hook. Um, so let's see. A couple of good songs. I mean, it has a couple of great songs, but uh, you've yes. got second second star to the right. You can fly a pirate's life following the leader. Uh, what made the red man red? Which, if you watched, um, if you watched it on Disney Plus, uh, it gives the warning of the culturally insensitive, I guess, uh, or depiction mistreatment of people of different cultures. Um, and based off of that song, and then the the characters in the movie, uh, the Indians, or as they're referred to as the Injuns. Your mother and Mine, the elegant Captain Hook, and never smile at a crocodile. Uh, those are just some of the songs um, from the movie. Which we'll 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 touch on the controversial stuff here in a little while. I'm sure during our uh, during our discussion about it. But that's basically um, Peter Pan.
1: Uh,
0: so, what are you guys' thoughts on the movie?
1: I liked it.
0: James liked it. Why did you like it, James?
1: you know what this is this this grouping of of uh movies i guess are my my favorite group of movies well maybe not my favorite but they're right up there um except for alice in wonderland of course which i didn't care for too much um i just like peter pan because i think it's a great story the characters are great the uh uh the story itself is great uh, the ride at Disneyland, I think, is one of the best rides there, especially in Fantasyland. It's it's great. The line is always huge to to get on there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, the songs are great. The animation is good. Uh, er- all the characters are are I think well developed, and uh, I just think it's a great movie.
3: All right, Cody. Uh, I would say that this is my favorite movie that we've watched thus far. Okay. Um, I enjoyed this movie. I I know a lot of the movies, um, outside of the wartime era movies that we've watched so far. A lot of these are considered classics or if not all of them are considered, uh, classic Disney movies. But I'd say for me, out of the ones that we've watched this one, Feels more classic. This one just hits differently. Um, I don't know. I just feel like it's a little bit more cohesive. It flows a little bit better. The animation slightly better than well, I was gonna say Cinderella, but Cinderella was two movies ago. I'm trying to compare it to Alice in Wonderland. There's a lot of other types of things going on in Alice in Wonderland. So, and anyways, I like the the animation In this movie, I like the story, I like the songs. It just feels very Disney. Uh, this is one of the movies that, for me personally, as a kid, is one of the main reasons why I like Disney movies. All right, all right, yeah. This is, I
0: mean, if when I think of classic Disney movies, Peter Pan always. comes to mind like james said this this kind of this section of the uh animation library i guess you got you got cinderella alice peter pan coming up we've got lady in the tramp sleeping beauty 101 dalmatians uh to me is is the classic disney stuff we're in the silver age um you know i'm i'm fans of the of the animators i i know their stories um yeah i've research them etc uh i don't know if that makes me like the movie even more but um just kind of knowing who was behind the the making of the of the animation i guess um like james mentioned the ride um is if i have to choose one ride in fantasyland at disneyland to go on and i can't go on any other ride in that area it's to me it's going to be peter pan um yeah just getting on the getting on the ship and flying over london and uh all that all that good stuff so um and kind of like like you know alice does the does the rides make me like the movie a little more i don't know um james wasn't a fan of alice uh i don't remember what he gave alice last week but or last episode it
3: was pretty low i'm pulling up the rankings yeah 62 62. yep
0: (laughs) So um,
3: <laughs> I rated uh, that higher than both of you.
0: Yeah, you did. You did. It's one of the, it's one of the ones where I know, I know I had the VHS. I know I have the DVD and the Blu-ray sitting up there. Um, uh, one that I, it's one that I'll watch several times. Um, some of the things I did forget to mention in the beginning, which I meant to, when I was talking about it, it's had uh, numerous, re-releases uh, 1958 1969 1976 1982 1989 uh and i'm positive that i w- i saw one of those re-releases in the theater possibly 1982 uh 1989 definitely um yeah, had i been keeping a journal back then maybe i would have <laughs> i could have looked it up but
1: you mean you weren't keeping one back then
0: <laughs> no i was not <laughs> Uh it's been released on VHS, laserdisc, Betamax in the early days. Um too bad there, there was a
1: Facebook back then and you could have checked I, in to see it or something, you know. It would have
0: it would have popped up in my memories. <laughs> <laughs> um like it's been released numerous times on DVDs, on Blu-rays. It's part of the Walt Disney Signature Collection line. Mm-hmm. They released it to celebrate the 65th anniversary. Which side note on that, I don't know if I don't know if they're going to be releasing any more of those signature line Blu-rays anymore cuz Disney Plus came out. Yeah. So I mean, I would still buy them, but I don't know if anybody else would. Yeah, I don't uh, know. It cost around 4 million dollars to make, um brought in initially 6 million dollars, and if you adjust for inflation over its lifetime it's made about 427 million dollars. Uh Nice. There was some critical reaction to it when it first came out. Some, uh, some guy from the New York Times they criticized the film's lack of faithfulness to the original play, claiming that it has the story but not the spirit of Peter Pan. Um, other places like, uh, let's see, one guy that you'll recognize, uh, Gene Siskel of the Chicago Tribune. Uh, he said the drawing of Tinkerbell and the flamboyance of Captain Hook as well as the quality music mixed with appropriate animation – were some of the film's major highlights, uh, possibly controversial, uh, story. You know, Michael Jackson cited Peter Pan is his favorite movie. I actually named his ranch, Neverland ranch. Uh, there are some other things that possibly happened there that we won't talk about, but
2: yeah,
0: uh, moving on, moving on, <laughs> uh, <laughs> on the, uh, the, the, uh, movie site or website, rotten tomatoes it has got an approval rating of 81%. Um, an average score of seven out of ten uh you're going to see in my rankings possibly these guys rankings a little later i think we may be ranking it a little higher than that um uh, it was actually i didn't mention the, the original author it was from a j.m barry i think that that's what his name was um her, yeah based on a story called peter and wendy by j.m barry
1: i think that's her name right
0: her name yeah sorry did i say him i believe so okay uh yeah. So again, rights are owned by a hospital. Matter of fact, that's one of the things, if you pull up internet movie database trivia and it talks about crazy credits, um, that's one of the things that it mentions is uh, a message appears during the credits. Walt Disney productions is grateful to the no, no. Jane Barry's a, a male. Is it? Yeah. Um, I'm pr- I am did I'm, not know I, that. I'm pretty sure. Let me, uh, while I'm talking anyways. Um, It says, Grateful to the Hospital for for Sick Children, Great Ormond Street, London, to which, because it says here, to which Sir J.M. Barry gave his copywriter Peter Pan to.
1: Yep, you are correct. Yeah.
0: Um, So, now moving on to the actual controversy that we mentioned earlier. Obviously, it's been criticized in recent decades for its broadly stereotypical treatment of Indians, especially in the song, What Made the Red Man Red, and that they are called engines and that the, uh, you know, the the color of their skin and um, Mark Davis, who was one of the supervising animators of the film actually said in an interview um, that I'm not sure we would have done the Indians if we were making the movie now. Uh, and that says years after the production. So I'm not quite sure actually when that was, but if you watch the sequel to the movie Return to Neverland, the native Americans, Indians, they're not in the, The sequel um so and on disney plus obviously they give you the warning there's a few warnings on certain movies but if you if you're watching it or if you're on a kid's account um that they peter pan will not show up in a kid's account uh for that reason so uh so there you go that was a little bit of the controversy uh i still think it's a great movie you have to not that it was right at that time or not, but um, you know, why, I I don't know. I could say watch through the lens of that time period, even though you know, obviously, uh, we don't want to stereotype people the wrong way, um, right? And and you just don't want to pass it off saying, oh, it was a different time. Um, but I still think the movie in its original form is. One of the better Disney movies out there from the past. So,
1: yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, and this stuff, it makes it tough to, I mean, to even talk about, right? Because it's like you don't want to, okay, the stereo <laughs> stereotypes, right, but right. at the same time, it was a different time. And like you said, it's not okay to just say that, but I think the way Disney handles it is really good. I think that yeah. it's great that they, they still show the movie in its entirety and they put the disclaimer there at the beginning, you know, this wasn't right then, it's not right now. And, and that's true, you know, but at the same time, like you said, I, I, I appreciate the fact that they still will, will show the movie in its entirety. Right. And I think they even say in that disclaimer uh, that they do so to help spark uh discussion about that, you know? Yeah,
0: and here's, here's the actual content advisory from Peter Pan. I don't know if each one says the same exact thing, but, says the program includes negative depictions and or mistreatment of people or cultures. These stereotypes are wrong then and are wrong now. Rather than remove the content, we want to acknowledge its harmful impact, learn from it and spark conversations to create a more inclusive future together. Yeah. Disney's committed to creating stories with inspirational and aspirational things that reflect the rich diversity of the human experience around the globe. To learn more about how stories have impacted society, you can visit www. Disney.com slash stories matter. So, um, but there you go. Yep. There you go. Cody, any, any thought, any other thoughts on the movie? Last minute thoughts maybe you had? Or, um, I did want to talk about some things that the, the film kind of sparked. We mentioned one the theme park rides, um, mm-hmm. Disney Fairies. Obviously, Tinkerbell took off and she's got her own, uh, her own. I don't know, I don't know if genre is the right word or,
1: uh, yeah, her own little segment of movies and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I think it's funny. Both Tinkerbell, I mean, they've obviously got what is it, Pixie Hollow there in Disneyland, where you can go and, and meet some of the other some of the other pixies or fairies and, and you can meet Tinkerbell. She always seems pretty annoying to me. And <laughs> Pete, Peter always seems pretty annoying to me too, when I see yeah. him in the park. So it's kind I of I think I mentioned that, that last yeah, episode. Yeah, I think you did. So yeah. Yeah. He's always annoying, but I guess that's in spirit of that character, I guess.
0: There you go. Um, some facts that I was just perusing on, uh, on internet movie database. Bobby Driscoll, the voice actor, uh, it was the first. He was the first male to ever play Peter Pan on film. Usually, was uh, was a female
3: because uh, it's typically playing. a female playing the character of Peter Pan on stage, isn't it? In like a Broadway yeah. fil- production, usually, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Um, I read that J.R.R. Tolkien was a big Peter Pan fan. Did okay. you see that?
0: I didn't see that going through here.
1: They say that uh, Peter Peter Pan himself actually uh, helped influence the uh, the elves in his story. So,
2: oh,
1: okay. so if you if you like the Lord of the Rings and the elves, they were influenced by Peter Pan. Nice. Peter nice. Pan. Peter Pan.
0: Peter Pan. Uh, let's see some of the other things I was I came across. Twenty um, two year old Margaret Carey, uh, she provided the. Uh, the voice of the red-haired mermaid was the real-life model for Tinkerbell. Many rumors suggested that it was Marilyn Monroe, but it was actually Margaret Carey.
1: Um, yeah, the mermaids. <laughs> Two thumbs up from James.
2: Uh, I was, so I was
3: wa- watching the movie with my life with my wife, and we get to the Mermaid Cove, and she's like, Now I know why you like this movie.
2: (laughs) Oh, shoot.
1: Oh, shoot, Cody. You're in for a lot of trouble if that comment got made for that.
0: (laughs) So you guys would have been huge fans of the submarine ride at Disneyland when they used to have mermaids, actual real – well, not real-life mermaids, but real-life women playing mermaids. No, they
3: were real mermaids. They were
0: real mermaids. Okay, sorry. (laughs) Uh, I think I mentioned this last week with the our last episode with the Alice, the melody for second star to the right. Was it originally written for an Alice in Wonderland song that was going to be called beyond the laughing sky? Mm-hmm. Uh, it didn't get make it into movie, but made it into um, Peter Pan. Originally there were thoughts that Peter Pan could possibly be one of the early ones, uh, second or third uh, obviously didn't happen because it became the 14th. Um,
3: did you guys hear the goofy holler? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I didn't.
0: It's heard it said it heard during Captain Hook's fight with the crocodile inside the cave at Skull Rock when Smee accidentally hits Hook on the head with his oar. The goofy holler is partially obscured by gargling noises as Hook goes underwater after taking the the hit. Mm. So, check it out again see if you can hear it.
1: Um one thing I hadn't noticed before until I was reading through this stuff, I guess George Darling and, and Captain Hook are voiced by the same person. Okay. And uh, when you look at them, they kind of look real similar to the way they drew them. So I yeah.
0: thought
1: that was interesting. I guess, I guess traditionally in the play, whichever actor plays George Darling also plays Captain Hook. So they Where's kept Captain kept that with the film as well. Oh, okay. That's pretty cool. It's yeah. funny
3: that you say that because v- voices are always really big to me. Um, well just in even in my my personal life if someone has an intriguing voice i'm usually kind of drawn to that person for whatever reason in in the movie watching this movie i was i liked mr darling's voice i was like oh he's got a nice voice he's got you know he's just kind of that robust voice and i was like i liked his character Mm -hmm. purely based on his voice Mm -hmm. um because it just helps build, there's a lot of character to his voice. It adds a lot to to that character. And then later in the film, when we finally get introduced to Captain Hook, I had a very similar thought. I was like, oh, man, I like this movie. I like this Captain Hook guy. He's just got that, such a cool voice.
0: Well, speaking of the voice, so it says, I came across this, Hans Conrad, the voice and model of Captain Hook and Mr. Mr. Darling would later serve As the live model reference for King Stefan from Sleeping Beauty, Hmm. so one we'll get to here in a little while. Uh, And he actually recorded some dialogue before a voice actor named Taylor Holmes replaced him for some reason, and they don't know why. So interesting. Yeah. Uh, Roy Disney was initially against the film. He thought it would cost too much. uh, Which he He thought everything cost too much. He was, yeah, he was the money guy that always said it's going to cost too much.
3: And Walt uh, said, we're going to do it anyways. Roy, figure it out. Yeah. Uh,
0: So yeah, that's some of the uh, some of the trivia on here that I found that I thought was interesting. Also, this is the last Disney movie to be part of the RKO Productions before they moved on to Buena Vista Film Productions, starting with our next film that we'll be talking about, which is Lady and the Tramp. Uh, So this is one last one for RKO Productions.
3: Bu- Buena Vista Productions was actually created by Disney, so that way they could produce their own, their own stuff. Yeah, their own art- stuff. Keep everything in house. They could, make more uh, money on it.
0: Yeah, distribute it themselves rather than yeah. through another company. So. Yep. Well, all right. Well, let's get to our favorite part. What are we gonna rate? Peter Pan, and Peter I do Pan. have a rating from uh, before. Before we do that, uh, have I shared the ratings of Marcia yet?
1: No, Okay. No.
0: She's given me some ratings, so let, let's let's do that. Let's let's do that real quick, and then we'll go on to our rating. And she also has a rating for Peter Pan. She hasn't rated a few films because she hasn't seen them, and they'll be ones that came during the wartime era. Um, She's not missing much. Yeah. <laughs> So she started out, uh, she gave Snow White, uh, an 85, uh, which is a little higher than our average. Um, she gave Pinocchio a 75, which is a lot lower than my score.
1: Uh, <laughs> did wow. that cause any tension between the two of you? Uh,
0: I haven't spoke to her since. So, <laughs> uh, <no. laughs> uh,
1: well below our
0: average of 91, um, Fantasia, she gave a 70, which is higher than any of us have given it. Wow. Um Dumbo, she gave a ninety-five. Dumbo's ninety five. Yeah, Dumbo's one of her favorite movies. So that's nice. True. Uh Bambi, she gave a ninety. Wow. Um and then she didn't see Saludos Amigos, but she did see the three caballeros. Not nice. gave... <laughs> practicing that all day long. All day long. long. <laughs> <laughs> um, she gave it a 50, which is exactly what I gave it, uh, six points higher than our average, though, at 44. Uh, she has not seen Make My Music. I shared with her that we do have the DVD here now if she wanted to watch it, but she still has not. <laughs> uh, she did see Fun and Fancy Free. She gave it a 60, which is pretty much on par on what we gave it. I think our average was 57 point yeah. something. Uh, She has not seen Melody Time, so she skipped that one. She did see Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad, which she gave it an 80. Nice. Same exact score as Cody, um, and just slightly above our average of 78. Cinderella, she gave a 95. Nice. uh, Which is right up there with James. Uh, Alice in Wonderland, she only gave a 65, which is right around where James gave it, a 62. Marsha
1: is giving some great (laughs) ratings, let me tell (laughs) you.
0: And then she has rated Peter Pan, which I will share with you after. Uh, I've got a rating for Peter Pan from Marsha and one from my sister, Amber. So nice. uh, I'll share that after uh, we give our ratings. Okay. So who would like to start?
3: James would. I would James love Wood. to.
0: All right. He was raising his hand. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I was. Kind
0: of not... like that kid in school who always knows the answer. I want to go. I want to go. Yeah. Pick me. All right. Pick me. Go ahead, James.
1: Um, Okay. So I like this movie. As I said before, I think it's got a lot of great things about it. Um, I gave it a 90. A Mm.
2: 90. All right.
0: All right. Good score. Very good score. All All right, right, Jason. What do you got? All right. uh, Once I tell you my score, obviously, you'll know what I thought in the movie. But... uh, (laughs) Well, that's not gonna be very good. Uh, no, no, no. It's actually it's actually it's actually pretty high. It's gonna be end up so far being my second highest film behind Pinocchio. Uh can get
1: higher than Pinocchio.
0: Cannot get higher than Pinocchio, unless I'm
1: surprised you we... didn't try to.
0: No, give no, give it a 105. Nothing nothing will be higher than Pinocchio. But to me, Peter Pan is to me classic Disney. Uh, yeah. I associate Peter Pan with Disney, with Disneyland. Uh, the fact that you know you can see the characters walking around Disneyland you got the one of my favorite rides at disneyland um it, it's it's a movie that if i come across on tv or whatever i will watch it uh if someone's watching it i'll sit down and watch it with them uh it's just a good story i like the i mean the songs um somebody mentioned i think i was reading Leonard malton's book about disney movies and Uh, He talked, he talked about Peter Pan, um, especially when uh, Peter first comes into the room at the beginning of the movie and, you know, he's, he's talking to Wendy and he's saying what you need to do to fly, but he really hasn't broken out in song yet. Mm -hmm. And they said, one of the great things about this movie is you, you hear snippets of all these songs during the movies and then you'll hear the song, but it's so flawless in the way that it flows And after reading that, I was like, yeah, it kind of made a lot of sense. You know, I didn't really think about that. It's just a great movie. So I gave it a a 89. Nice. Yeah. What do you got, Cody? Because right now we're sitting at an average. He looked
1: like uh... he just changed his score.
0: Uh -uh. (laughs) (laughs) He's cheating. Like so these, nope, these, nope. these, guys are rating it too
3: high. I'm giving it a forty. No, nope.
1: no, I think he was uh, just recording your score. That's what he was uh, probably yeah. Doing. Uh, yeah, I
3: was, I was recording yours. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I mean, my rating how can you system. Not like Peter Pan. I mean, yeah, my my, my rating system has been very lax, if you want to call it. I go with my gut instinct. Uh, yeah, this that's is, fine. That's fine. you know, I watch it. This is how I feel about it. I, I give myself a range. It's like pretty pretty much off the bat. I can either tell, okay, this is going to be in the seventies, eighties, nineties, sixties. I know which group of ten my
1: rating is going to be in. Hey, there are no wrong answers here, Cody. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and then you know it's, it's just kind of like a a gauge. I, I I get my my group of ten, and then you know I, I kind of do this until it feels right, and I kind of just. I'll land on a number that feels right. (laughs) So, um, the, the, the rating that felt right to me for this film, uh, I kind of, I'm kind of in line with Jason, uh, about how this movie to me is quintessential Disney. It has, a lot of good memories for me just watching it as a kid. They're right at Disneyland. The songs are very memorable. It has some of my favorite, uh, classic Disney characters in the film. Um, and I give this movie a 90. Nice. Now we have just had our closest,
0: uh, I guess you could say scores, uh, both all, all three of our scores are only separated by one point. Uh, that's the closest we've rated a movie since Dumbo. Dumbo had a difference of three. So, uh, I didn't think we could get much closer, but yeah, we're all, we're all pretty much on par. Um, yeah. nice. So, uh, and then once I share the scores here of some of our listeners, they're very close also. Uh, my sister uh, texted me. She gave me the score. She says she watched it a couple days ago. She gave it an eighty-five. Um, nice. So very, very close to us. And then Marsha, uh, she gave it an eighty-eight. So okay. Uh, it's all it's all right there. And
1: you know, those are, those are awesome solid scores.
0: Uh,
3: yeah.
1: Now Every if you look between on, eighty-five and ninety, yeah, everyone yeah. loves Peter Pan. Everyone
3: Everybody
0: loves, loves Peter, Pan. Peter Pan. If you look on Internet Movie Database, they've got a score on there, and uh, basically you can rate it uh, one to ten uh, it's got an average of 7.3. So, so and a little lower than us, but, um,
1: you know, still, what do, what do they know? Yeah. What yeah. do they know? The 100, <laughs>
0: 128,524 people know that we don't. So, yeah. uh, but yeah. So, I mean, I could see possibly, um, when, when we're done with all these movies, possibly Peter Pan being in my top 10, uh, definitely in my top 20. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Cause we still got a lot of movies to go. So um, if I had to guess, it's going to be in the probably 12 to 18 range, but we'll see. We'll see.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, all right. So that's Peter Pan. If you haven't watched it, which uh, I don't know anybody that hasn't seen, if you're a Disney fan, obviously you're not gonna be listening to this podcast. If you're not a Disney fan, <laughs> Pro- I don't know of a Disney not. fan. I don't know if a Disney fan who has not seen Peter Pan. So if you would like to share your thoughts on Peter Pan with us, you can shoot us an email at uh, talkingdisneypodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you thought of the movie. Uh, if you thought it was a great movie, if you thought, ah, it's one of the stupidest movies ever, uh, just let us know. Uh, <laughs> if you want, we can share your thoughts on the next episode. Um, but we're not done yet. Uh, we do have a few more things to get to before we get out of here. Yes. The First one being one that James is excited about this new segment we're going to do. I'm a little scared. I said, uh, Cody, Cody texted me earlier in the week or texted James and I and said, Hey, I've got this idea. Can we do it? Oh, sounds awesome. Let's do it. And I will let Cody explain what this new segment will be. Uh, we'll try to come up with a, you know, some type of theme music or theme song to go along with it, but we will, Uh, we will get to that later. We're going to go ahead and start the segment tonight. So Cody, tell us about this thing that you want
3: to bring to the show. So this is just something I thought would be fun to start implementing. Um, I'd listen to other shows or just come up with things on my own, but I, I always have questions that I want to, uh, pose to you guys and see, just kind of get your take on them. um, Some of them might be a little bit more in depth than others. Some of them might require more creativity and thinking and, and questions like that. I'll, I'll prompt you more in advance earlier in the week before we record, um, because I have a really good one. Um, but it's something, that I want you to put a little bit of thought and effort into. So it's not something I can just give to you on the fly. Cause if I give it to you on the fly, you guys are going to give me crap answers and that's not what we're
1: here to do. (laughs) Well, thanks for all of the confidence that you have in us, Cody. I appreciate it. (laughs) So let's hope hope for no crap answers tonight. (laughs) um, But basically what
3: this is, it's not meant to be difficult. It's not meant to put anybody on the spot Um, the, there is no wrong answer. So it's not trivia. It's not, I'm not trying to make anybody
1: look stupid or bad. So so relax, Jason. So
3: (laughs) So If we look stupid,
0: it's all, it's, it's all our fault. It's not Cody's fault.
1: (laughs) If we look stupid, you have to edit it out.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And I can do that. (laughs) These are more just open ended, uh, response answers. You know, like when you're taking tests in school and you have to, you know, you know, the, Do an the, the, an essay? Short, the short essay answer, you know, just give me a few sentences, you know, whatever. You're not, I mean, not having to write anything, but yeah, um, I'm calling it Cody's Corner. So Whoa, Cody's Corner. <laughs> <laughs> so come on in, gather round. Yeah. Cody's corner.
1: It's the corner. Cody's corner. You can edit that part out.
3: <laughs> I've, been, I've been thinking for the last couple of days, trying to get a good little jingle going. I'm still working on something. So we've got the start of the jingle for Cody's corner.
1: Yeah, no, that was, that was one of those crap answers we were talking about a second ago. <laughs> yeah,
3: I, I've got so, some ideas. On so give us,
1: give us a rough draft of your jingle that you got.
3: Is, there, is, is,
0: it, is it ready for primetime or? Yeah, I mean, oh, it's got work It's on it. a rough draft.
1: Yeah, okay. let's hear it. Let's hear, hear it. Draft. Let's hear it.
3: Um, and it's not really, it, it's more of a, uh, gosh, I don't know. Like it's an it, intro rather than a jingle? Like, yeah, more of an
0: intro rather than a jingle. You kind of said something a minute ago, like, come and join me in Cody's Corner.
3: Yeah, yeah but that, yeah. that might scare people. So I got to turn it back a little. <laughs> <more>.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm I'm still working on. It. I don't want I don't want to oh, give a right.
1: Jason uh, scared him off. <laughs> I, uh, my next
3: episode will implement either the jingle or intro, whatever I come all up right. with, will be on Sounds the next great. segment of. This is this Cody's is all corner. you.
0: So you, whatever
3: you want to do, you can do. I
1: love all it. Right. I love all right, it. so
2: let's
0: so let's let's uh, let's all jump into Cody's corner, see what he's got.
1: Yes.
3: All right, welcome to Cody's Corner. So, today in Cody's Corner, why is scared? it so
1: dark in here? <laughs> <laughs> who, just, who, who just touched my leg? <laughs> uh, all right, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to ruin it. I was uh, let's go back.
3: Uh, welcome to Cody's Corner. <laughs> all right, uh, so yeah, like I said, I'm just gonna give you guys a question, you guys give me your answers, okay, talk about it, just something fun, something quick. Nothing I, too
1: long. Can awesome. I ask a quick question?
3: A quick question in Cody's yes. corner?
1: Yes. Is that okay? So are you going to... <laughs> oh, I hope there's a lot more of that in Cody's corner. I love it. Is this going to be like you're going to ask one question and then we both answer whoever answers first? Or are you going to say one to Jason, then one to me? Or how is this going to work?
3: You guys are both going to get the same question. It okay. is not not a race. Like I said, it's not trivia. It's, so it's okay. not... Who knows the answer? You You just want to hear the, our thoughts on, yeah, on yeah. what you I'm okay. you're you're gonna have different answers. It's just okay. uh, answer it the way you want to answer it. It's not timed. One of you will go, then the other one.
1: I'll, I'll stop looking for a buzzer to push. That's yeah, so I was I, I was searching
3: on Amazon right now for buzzers <laughs> and I was gonna send
0: you guys one. So <laughs> I mean <laughs> if we want it, we can do something like we're gonna I, do I, a tri- we're gonna do a trivia show one day. So yes, nice. Yeah. Yes
3: okay um okay so so, (laughs) all right so we've i don't know jason and i may have talked about this once or twice already i went all right awesome (laughs) (laughs) i I know i've expressed my thoughts on this uh quite
1: i've already got a disadvantage
3: (laughs) uh quite a lot um so my question to both of you is if if you could get rid of one ride at the Disneyland Resort, which ride would you get rid of? I know James's answer.
1: You are wrong. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> What's All my right. answer? What do you think my answer is?
3: Well, th- the obvious
1: one I
0: is
3: – I think Jason is thinking
0: it's, it's a small world. world. But you yes. won't get rid of that one because that's classic Disney.
1: No, because that's the best nap time in the whole day. Oh, uh, okay. It's air, air conditioning. Yeah. yeah it's, you know, you can yeah. zone out the song it, and lull- just- It's a lullaby you know, for James, uh, really. Yeah. It's yeah. So, song.
0: so what attraction would we get rid of?
1: For me, this one's easy.
0: Is it, is it, can we get rid of one that, and then bring the
3: one back that it replaced? I don't care what you do after you get rid okay. of it. I'm just asking what all ride right. out of the I, entire resort, either park is fair game. I have mine. But what yeah, are I'll you
0: let, getting rid of? That's all I'll I'm let asking. I'll let James go first. I have mine.
1: I, I have know. mine too. It's the Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Get that thing out of there.
0: Oh. And that is that is funny because that is my exact answer. And bring back the <laughs> Country Bear Jamboree.
1: I don't agree with that part. I do. <laughs> Keep <laughs> them gone. The, oh, bring okay, it so back. We know,
3: we know why Jason wants it gone. James, why do you want it gone?
1: I and just... I,
3: yeah, I, I don't want to go because I hate Winnie the Pooh. Right. I want to go
0: for the fact that I loved Country Bad Jamboree. Yeah.
1: See, I and I don't hate Winnie the Pooh either. I don't want any hate email or anything like that. <laughs> Anyone calling me out. I just, I really don't care for that ride. To me, that ride seems like really like quickly put together. Not a whole lot of stuff to it. Like it's just, it's yeah. just like I go through and it's like, what is this? Right, And
3: it's basically a montage of different Winnie, classic Winnie the Pooh episodes just jammed together. You're just going, yes. r- rolling through one into another. Yes. Bring back Country Bear. You get to
0: go in, sit in air conditioner, listen to some good tunes, then you're out of there.
1: I will admit, because they still have Country Bear at... Disney World, and last time, yes, yes. The, the time I went there, I got to go in there, and that that is a great napping area too. That is true. Yeah. But the show was like, James like I would try
3: and implement as many napping areas. Yeah,
1: <laughs> absolutely. You get tired walking around all yeah. day, and it's hot out there in we the summer. We need a
3: napping area in each corner. So right now, you know, north we have Small World, south we have Great Moments with Mister Lincoln. Ooh, I love
0: Great Moments. I love Great Moments. I don't West,
3: have nap. apparently, we need to bring back. Country J- Jamboree. Yep. East. Well, we used to have Carousel of Progress. What's nap worthy over on the east side?
1: Uh, um, Finding Nemo? Um, Can you nap
3: on Finding Nemo or is it
0: too no, cramped? No, because that,
1: right? that one's tough because it's so cramped in there, you know? Yeah. A, clo-
0: a close second of mine of your question would have been to get rid of Finding Nemo and bring back the original submarine.
1: Yeah. Right. See, I actually like Finding Nemo. I think it's great the way they have the animation in there yeah. and stuff. I just hate getting down into that submarine, you know, and it's so cramped in there and have rapid. you been
3: on Disney the in Epcot, the Disney world's version of the finding Nemo ride um,
1: over in the
3: seas over by the land with I don't your favorite think so. ride ever where you don't, watch plants grow.
1: I don't remember.
3: So over in Epcot, uh, they have the seas with Nemo and friends and it's this big old aquarium, like one of the largest aquariums that I've seen. And within the aquarium, cause you have like the land pavilion and you've got the sea pavilion Inside the seas, there's the Nemo ride, and you get in a clamshell like you do uh, at Ariel's Adventure in DCA. So
1: mm-hmm. you're sitting
3: in a clamshell, a doom buggy, basically, but it looks like a clam. It's like the same clamshells that they have in DCA here. So getting clam clamshell, it's essentially the same ride. I think there might be some tweaks, but it's essentially the same ride. You're just not being shoved in a submarine. Mm-hmm. And then it dumps you out into the aquarium. So you exit through the aquarium. And so as you're going through the end of the ride, they've projected onto the glass of the aquarium. So mm-hmm. you're seeing the animated fish swim around with the real fish because they're projecting it onto the glass of the aquarium. Gotcha. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So are we, are we a are you going to share your, your yeah, yeah too? Yeah. Oh, I'll share okay. mine. Uh, do okay. you guys have a guess? I've expressed that I hate this ride and that it needs to go before. Oh man. Do you are remember? we Are we just talking Disneyland. Um I gave to you, both of you, the option of picking from either park. So okay, okay. the well, whole if, resort
1: if, was open. If you go through either park, I would say probably Guardians of the Galaxy. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know you hate that ride, but I don't yeah. know if that's the one you picked.
0: Uh let's see. I know you love Splash Mountain. You just wish they would have a safety bar. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes. so that is that is something my sister always brings up when we talk about Cody. <laughs>
1: man, he really wants that safety bar. That Um, That way, if you you get submerged, you'll just drown.
0: (laughs) I mean, I'm pretty sure you like the Haunted Mansion, Pirates of the Caribbean, that whole section, Big Thunder. I mean, if we're doing both parks, I would agree with James. Uh, I know you're not a fan of the old Tower of Terror or Gardens of the Galaxy. And as a matter of fact, I just came across your picture, which will be the next one that I post, of you on the uh, Tower of Terror ride. Nice. sitting yeah, in the that's... back next to your mom so yeah praying for death yes yep. yeah <laughs> take me now uh so <laughs> i i yeah if, if james's guess is is guardians or tower of terror the what it used to be i would i would agree with james okay well you're both wrong Ooh. that doesn't
3: happen
1: very often is it mr well, toad is it mr toad
3: Oh, i love mr toad
1: oh, okay good
3: so which Oh, now i'm now i'm curious it is in disneyland it it's in
0: disneyland Disney- okay yeah. well then let me let it, me take you said another it, guess it is in disneyland it is yes
1: okay the- i want another guess too and it's okay. a ride right it is a ride yes is it the atopia because you can't reach the pedals <laughs> <laughs> sorry that was just a joke that's a bad joke sorry <laughs>
3: Luckily, despite my uh, vertical challenges, I've been able to reach the pedals on that one for a while. Good. So, a good, ride good.
0: in Disneyland that you don't like? I don't know if you've ever mentioned to me a ride in Disneyland.
1: I have. Well, obviously, once I say it. I mean,
0: yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah.
1: Um, yeah, I can't. Um, I
0: would have said Guardians over on the other side, but there's Disneyland? no
3: need for this attraction because it's been superseded by a 2.0. Across the Esplanade. Okay, so it's Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear. Oh. Yeah. Get that thing out of here. It's yeah. dated, <laughs> it's junky. You can't tell where the heck your laser beam is. And he never scores that high. So <laughs> I have tried everything. I've watched the YouTube videos, I've done all the tips and tricks that the person sitting next to me is saying that that's what they're doing. Yeah. And nothing works. I hate that ride. Yeah, I, now that you said, yeah, I, you you have mentioned to me before that
0: it's not your favorite. Now the last show. time
3: that I went on it, I was with uh, James and Company. I don't know if it was for when we were down there at Lab Days, or maybe it was when we were down there for uh, Galaxy's Edge. Maybe I think it was Galaxy's Edge. Um, so it might have been my last trip to Disneyland. Actually, I was in the car in Buzz Lightyear with Teresa um, because she doesn't <laughs> like to. Because you can control the direction hates, she hates riding <laughs> of your of your car so you can a- right. aim better at what targets you want to go to. Which she's you like, should. It's a contest. I mean, she's yeah. like, I don't really like moving around all over the place. It's like, you know, that's fine. I am versatile. I'll I'll do whatever I need to do to, to point wherever I need to point. <laughs> she still beat me. <laughs> and I, just, I just, so,
1: so do you ever do get out really
3: of- I do really good at Toys Toy Story Mania. And terrible at Buzz Lightyear, and why we still have Buzz Lightyear when its successor is way better? Is that they should have just gotten rid of it. It's time for it to go.
1: <laughs> have you ever got out of the Star Cadet level?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> no, and I, I'm, I'm just gonna say no. There's uh, no way. Yeah. <laughs> but that's
0: a that's a good question, Cody. I I like this. Uh, I. I I can't yes. wait for the next
3: one. I'm no longer scared. Yeah. Yes. it's it, so. not meant to put anybody on the spot. This is supposed right. to be fun. All right. All right. And if for any <laughs> listener out there, questions are posed to you as well. So you yeah. listening, what <laughs> ride, if you could get rid of one ride in the entire Disneyland resort, Disneyland park or DCA, which ride are you getting, getting rid of email us talking Disney podcast at gmail.com. Let us know. Awesome,
0: awesome. All right, well, one last segment before we uh, get on out of here tonight. We're going to do our random A to Z. Yes.
2: Uh,
3: This is the Disney A to Z random entry. Yeah.
0: So if you don't know what this is, Dave Smith put out a book called Disney A to Z, the official encyclopedia. Unfortunately, Dave Smith passed away a couple years ago. But his book lives on, and it's one of my favorite books. So, what we do here—it's uh, basically an encyclopedia of everything Disney, um, from Disney movies, Disney theme parks, um, Disney personnel, um, everything uh, that you could think of—you can probably find in this book. So, we will—we uh, we spin a wheel, we select a page, or it selects a page for us, and then one of my co-hosts will select. Um, an entry off of that page they don't know what it is or what page or how many until we spin the wheel so let's give it a spin it looks like our wheel stopped on page 311 so page 311 so who's who's giving me the number tonight um Who did it last episode?
2: I don't remember.
3: I don't remember either.
0: Last episode was annual passports with that, with that prompt. I think it was James actually. Or Cody. I don't know. It's (laughs) one of you two.
1: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Cody, go ahead and take it away. Okay. So
0: we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. We have 10 entries on page 311. Wow. Which one do you want to hear? It's a lot of entries. It is. What page number? 311.
3: Mm, That gives me no information. (laughs) I'm going to choose entry number eight. Eight, one, two, three, four, five, six,
0: seven, eight. All right. It's actually a TV series called Ghost Whisperer. It was a one hour hour series on CBS, premiered on September 23rd, 2005, ended on May 21st, 2010. Uh, Melinda Gordon has a gift of being able to see and talk to spirits. These are earthbound ghosts who have yet to cross over to the other side who seek Melinda's help in communicating with the living. Although Melinda sometimes embraces her abilities as a blessing and other times sees them as a curse, she always helps her clients alive or dead find emotional closure. Starring Jennifer Love Hewitt as Melinda Gordon, David Conrad as Jim Clancy, Aisha Taylor as Andrea Marino. Um, so there you go. It was filmed on the Universal Studio lot. Um
1: did you ever watch it?
0: I did. I actually, did uh, I, I can't say I've watched the whole series, but uh, it did play a lot when we were uh, when we were stationed overseas on on AFN. We would get American television, and uh, it wasn't always a huge variety of TV shows. And Ghost Whisperer was one that we would watch.
3: So, gotcha. so you said it was premiered on CBS. Yeah, it, it on premiered CBS? on CBS. Let me see. I, I got Let me open it back up. So I, I'm just curious.
1: Yeah, where the connection is. Right. <laughs> the connection, to yeah, 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 yeah. So well, it premiered on CBS.
0: The connection comes then, from Disney
1: buying everything since then.
0: It was in association with Touchstone Television. So oh, Touchstone, that's Touchstone. Touchstone. Okay. There's, All right. I see. I skipped that sentence. So,
3: uh, <laughs> just leaving out the most crucial sentence.
0: How <laughs> yeah. is it tied to Disney? So there you go. That's our Disney A to Z. Uh, here, let me uh, let me open back up page three eleven. I'll tell you some of the ones that were in there that you didn't pick. Um, uh, Get the Message, uh, educational film. Getting Physically Fit, another educational film. Baltazar Getty, he was an actor. Estelle Getty, actress from the Golden Girls. A movie called G-Force with that little hamster.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: That was That's probably Cody's childhood right there. 2009?
3: Yeah, that was more maybe... You were like 12, 13. Yeah, but it was a little old. It was slightly targeted for mm. a younger audience. Yeah. That maybe would have been more geared towards Calvin or Kaylee at that point. Possibly,
0: yeah. I remember um, it, though. And then the one I was, I, you know, when, once I saw which ones they were, I was like, oh, I, I kind of hope they picked this one. A Ghirardelli Soda Fountain and Chocolate Shop.
1: I exactly. love that place.
0: Yeah, The Ghost of Cypress Swamp, a, a two-hour movie. We talked about The Ghost Whisperer. And The Ghost of Buxley Hall, which was a two-part TV series. And the last one was a film called Ghost of the Abyss.
1: So it's it's, it's very ironic that Ghirardelli's is on the same page as Getting Fit. There you go. Getting <laughs> physically fit
0: and Ghirardelli's has nothing to do with each other. Yeah. So. <laughs> you burn a lot of calories trying to get <laughs> to there. There you go. There you go. All right. So uh, That's all I got for this episode, I believe. I do want to, before we head out of here, uh, pass along or share our uh, social media stuff with you. How you can keep up with us during the week when we're, uh, you know, when you've checked out the podcast. And if you want more Talking Disney podcasts, uh, you can go over to Facebook, like us there at Talking Disney Podcasts. On Twitter, we're at Talking Disney. Follow us on Instagram at Talking Disney Podcasts. Email us. Podcast at gmail.com. Questions, comments, uh, episodes you would like to – or things you would like us to talk about, let us know. And on the website, www.talkingdisneypodcast we will always have our show there first before it makes its way out to all the popular uh, podcast streaming apps and websites. Um, so that is all I have for tonight, guys. Um, do you guys have any last-minute things before we take off? I think Cody was raising his hand.
1: Was I? No. Yeah, yeah. I think he's just moving his arm from that injection. Oh, oh. oh
2: gotcha, gotcha.
1: <laughs> Sorry. Weren't, I didn't mean-
0: weren't you going to mention something about our next episode? And- oh, indeed. So yeah. next
3: week. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't, I didn't realize you were trying to segue that. I was like, I didn't, I didn't raise my hand. I like, tried, I tried. I did. I didn't mean to. Man. No, sorry,
2: sorry. <laughs> That's
3: why I'm co-host and not host.
0: <laughs> I miss
3: my we're, cue. We're
0: all
2: co-hosts, so go ahead.
3: All right, next week on Cody's Corner. Dun
1: dun dun.
3: So, the question I have posed for both of you, then maybe not next week, but the next time we record. Yeah, you go. Is if you had a tombstone at the Haunted Mansion, what would it say? Ooh.
0: Ah, that's a good one.
3: That is a good one. Think about that. Come up with a few of them. Pick the best one. If you want to share more than one, we'll listen.
0: All right. I wrote it down. Uh, just so you, you guys know, Cody's not going to do that every time we, every episode, he just wanted to do this one. Cause it required a little more thought. Oh, that's a good yeah. one too. Yeah. I've, yeah. Got
1: the, I've got the beginnings of one. I got to figure out how to finish it off though. That's so, yeah. a good one. Yeah. yeah. For next time, it's gotta uh, be, it's got Never mind. I'll keep that thought to myself.
0: <laughs> you can tell us uh, when we stop recording. <laughs> All right, James, you got anything before we take off?
1: Nope. I'm good. Just, All uh, right. thanks for sending me that link about California IDs. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, no problem. Uh,
3: well, you didn't send it to me. Come on. Yeah. You didn't say you needed one. Oh, come on. I didn't think I had to. I was trying to remain slightly anonymous. Yeah. Here, I got a guy. Me. I, will do what I got needs. a guy. I got a guy, whatever you need. So,
0: uh, so if you haven't checked out Peter Pan, check it out next week, we're going to be our next episode. We keep saying week, but, uh, possibly we won't be recording next week. Next episode, we will be discussing Lady and the Tramp. Um, so if nice. you want to watch it, send in your ratings, follow along. We would be glad to get them and share them with the other listeners.
1: So, Sounds good.
0: All right. Well, if you guys don't have anything, thanks for checking us out. Thanks for taking time out of your day to listen to us. We appreciate it. And until next time, we will uh, talk to you later. Bye.
1: See you. Adios.
0: Yeah, folks, and me and my pals hope you had a swell time.
3: Oh, yeah!
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh,
3: Mickey? Uh-huh? It's that time. Ah, uh, what time is that, Minnie? Oh,
1: <laughs> Goofy? Huh? Oh. Now, now it's time, time to say goodnight to all our company. company. Oh,
2: yeah. M-I-C See you real soon! It's always Mickey Mouse. K-E-Y Why? Because Because we we like you. you! (laughs) <laughs> getting home.